Welcome to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast, episode number one, six, nine. Coming up on this episode, back-to-back Hatties to open the season for Austin Matthews. Nylander looking incredible early on as well. Joseph Wall got his first start of the season against the Blackhawks. Shout-out segments tonight. We got whale of a game, and we're bringing back wet puck or dry stick for the 23-24 season. All this and more coming up on episode 169. Shout-out of the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast chatty on saturday night during the broadcast the leafs win over the minnesota wild cuthbert said on the broadcast i'm talking about the leafs what an offensive explosion i absolutely loved that connor bedard and the chicago blackhawks shout out they come to town this evening beat the leafs 4-1 in regulation We'll break it all down right here, folks. Let's hit the intro. Tavares coming out. Sends it in a goal. They score! They score! Holy Mackinac, they score! The Leafs have won it! They're going to the second round! Do you believe this? Holy Mackinac! Welcome, everybody, to the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. Don't forget, you can follow us on social media at the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, the Tip in podcast on Twitter or X. Email us at tippinpodcast at gmail.com and hit up our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast. You can donate whatever you want. Dale, how's it going? Chad. It's 169, brother. 169 how about that like i mean we would be way over that if we didn't do what we did last year i'm not even gonna say their name at this point but you know what i'm talking about and probably some of the viewers and listeners know exactly what i'm talking about but 169 here we are we got a couple special few things teed up for you tonight here folks mainly wet puck or dry stick for the first time in a very long time we're back into the segments as the season just started but uh Anything off the top, Chad, because I got a couple quick things before we go to a little bit about the Minnesota game and then a little bit about the Blackhawks game. Shout out. Uh, no, get into her. Okay. Get into her. What do you got? Very disappointed, Chad, that we're three games into the season and including eight preseason games, not one tipping yet. Come on, dude. Not one tip in yet. Like, what the hell are we talking about here? I know. I feel like it's been a lifetime since I've seen a tip in. We are in an absolute drought for tip ins. Like, I someone, know. someone pop one in here. Like, uh, I thought for sure tonight with that against the Blackhawks, I thought without a doubt we're getting a tip in. Was not the case, but man, like, there's got to be one right, right around the corner, oh, right? I thought for sure. Yeah, I, I thought for sure tonight would. There be a t- I thought there might be multiple tip-ins tonight. I mean, you got the Blackhawks coming to town, and it's episode 169 of the Tip-In Maple Leafs podcast. I just thought there'd be a tip-in, at least one a period. Everything was adding up. Everything was adding up. Didn't go our way, but there's there's no. got to be one cooking soon. There absolutely has to be. Um, Okay, so just stay tuned, folks, because there's gonna, once the floodgates open and... The tip-in start. It's going to be like you're not going to be able to shut those oh. floodgates. It's just going to be tip-ins all over the place. What did you catch? 
were you able to catch the, the game on Saturday or no? Yeah, I watched the whole game. Okay, so did you catch Cuthbert talking about the Leafs offensive explosion? I, I did, no, I didn't hear that. I was in like a really packed room with a lot of people, so I couldn't really hear the game, but I watched the whole game. But I couldn't really hear the commentating, and well, I, missed, you, I missed the explosion. What do you well did you miss you missed him saying it, but you didn't clearly miss the explosion as it was happening. No, I saw the explosion all over the ice, but I didn't hear him describe the explosion. Yeah, it was well, he didn't really describe it. He just said the Leafs, what an offensive explosion. They beat yeah. uh they beat many seven four. We'll get to that quickly in a second. Another quick thing off the top that I would say to you, Chad, is that the new goal song really lasted a long time, eh? Like, holy smokes, one and done for the yep. old uh, the old slash new Leafs goal song. I guess there was some complaining. You were right, Kid Cudi. I thought it wasn't a Kid Cudi song. It was a re- it was a remix. It, he originally didn't like. It's not his original song. No, but he he redid it. He redid it, and apparently that's right. And apparently that's what they were playing on Wednesday when they played Montreal to open the season. So. I don't know exactly what was up with the complaints or whatever. There was it, was, some... it had to do with the lyrics. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. But we don't need to get into it, whatever. Yeah. But uh, here's why I'm bringing this up. is because, So that's gone. See you later. History. Yep. Sayonara. After one game. One and done for Cade Cuddy. See you later. But Lee's lost 4-1 tonight to the Chicago Blackhawks. Shout out. Shout Tavares with the only Lee's goal in the second period. Did you catch what the goal song was this evening when JT, popped, when JT popped it in the back of the net? What did I say in the offseason before it started when they were when we were like, they should re, you know, new goal song. Definitely. What did I say? What did I say? You said something old, maybe like Van Halen. <laughs> And they played Van Halen Panama as the goal song. And you know what? I'm I'm down for that. Loved every second. I'm down for that. Loved every freaking second of it anyway. But they're going to be, it's rotating, right? Like they're going to be rotating it. So it's not going to be like a, it's whatever, like playing original six, playing whatever. It's going to be rotating. I'm sure we'll hear some Bieber in there. Like there's going to be a bunch of stuff cooking throughout yeah. this season. But You man, will not hear Pursuit of Happiness anymore. No, you will not. But man, was it ever great to hear Van Halen pumping at the Scotiabank Arena tonight after the Leafs scored a goal. I've been yeah. waiting for that for many years. Many Wish we had heard it a little more. We got to hear it again, but the goal didn't count. So technically we heard it twice. Hundred percent. Um. Anyway, so we'll go back to Saturday just quickly here. Yeah. Um. The Leafs' offensive explosion against the Minnesota Wild on Saturday night—a seven-four win. Ryan Reeves gets things cooking in the first period, laid an absolutely gorgeous open ice hit. You just don't see shoulder to shoulder. Was it a little late? Maybe, but it wasn't a headshot. Like shoulder to shoulder. No, it was a good I hit. Saw. It was a good hit. So. I don't know. It's just, I think Reeves has been impressive. He fought in the first game, fought in the second game tonight. Just, they didn't really have it tonight, but whatever. It's all good. Um, so just been impressive with Reeves. And then obviously, obviously, the main event was 34 cooking back-to-back hat tricks. Like, come on, man. Do you want to just go to quickly, we'll talk about him a little bit, but I think we need to, look, we didn't do a podcast after Saturday's game. Um, and if we would have, it would have been 
whale of a game big time. Do you want to just tee up? Uh, what, yeah. Do you, oh, yeah. you want to tee up what it's all about though? Because people might not understand the little intro. Yeah. So back when we were young lads, Dale and I, we were like, I don't know. What were we? We were 11, 12. We were just getting hair on our balls. Elementary school. Day. like Yeah. Yeah. We played baseball and our coach at the time, he Grit. Would, Gritty, gritty coach. He had the toothpick in his mouth, and he what, would. What kind of truck did he drive? Oh, uh, what kind of? I don't remember. I think it was an F one fifty. It was red. I know that for sure. It he had a red truck. Been, I don't remember what kind it was. It though. might not have been an F one fifty, but for some this reason, is how long ago it was. He used to just yeah. say there was like fifteen of us, and he'd just be like, "Everybody in the back of the truck," and you he just throw fifteen like ten year old kids in the back of the truck and drive around town. Yeah, that's how it was. But he used to say, if not, you play, not very often, not very often. But if you did it, if you played well, he'd be like, hey, whale of a game. So we came up with this segment when someone on the Leafs has a whale of a game. We're going to do whale of a game based off our former baseball coach, Mike Taylor. Shout out Chris Taylor. Shout out Mike Taylor. Let's hit yes. the intro and talk a little bit about Austin Matthews back-to-back hat trick. Let's do it. Here we go. Mike Taylor here. Chad Dale, whale of a game. Huge. That was actual audio from the 1990s, I think. <laughs> oh, man. I fucking love that, dude. Anyway, look, you, you want to start? Please go ahead. Like, this was incredible shit, dude. Yeah, which, like, are we doing both games or well, just, just we, six goals in two games? We, yeah, both. Like, we re really, we should have did it after the, the, the home opener against Montreal. Yeah. We didn't. But then for him to follow it up in the second well, game against Minnesota and bury another one, like, come on. That's right? more impressive. Like, whale, that's of a, whale of a week. Whale, whale of a of start. A whale of a start but i think the second game getting another hat trick after you just got a hat trick i mean that's a whale of a game ridiculous and he he was man he was dominant dominant in that game he did that thing that superstars do he's just like get on my back i'm gonna have a whale of a game tonight and just rode it home loved ridiculous. it loved him man absolutely ridiculous um like what can you really say about this guy like what can you say he just to me like whether it was the wrist last year or something, I don't know what. Um, and tonight he was buzzing a bit too, like not as much, but still. Well, the whole team was flat against the sure, Blackhawks. Sure. Sure, but he he had some chance. He, he had some chances, and he still almost buried a couple. Um, but ultimately, you know, like hat trick to open the season in back to back games, like it doesn't happen. I think, what did they say? Ovechkin did it in 2017. The year Washington won the cup, they were saying 2017, 18. Ovechkin did it, went yeah. on to score 49 goals that season. I think Austin is going to surpass. Like, he's going 50-plus here, do you not think? For, for oh, fun? it for looks fun? that way. It looks that way. But before Ovechkin, it had been like 100 years or something. Like, it was a crazy amount of time. There's only been five guys to do it. And in the modern NHL, there's only two. Isn't that crazy? And especially like there's never been a I don't think a leaf has ever done it. No. I don't I don't think. I think the no, last if if it was, you'd have to go back to when they weren't called the Leafs. I believe I, th I think they were saying last time, like prior to Ovi doing it in 2017, like it it was like 1917. Like yeah, it was like a hundred years before. Crazy stuff, man. Like absolutely crazy. So don't need to spend a ton of time here. I just wanted to like you gotta cut okay, look. It was it's, a whale of a game. Oh, whale of a game. Whale of a game and then another game. Like just yeah. 
two whale of a games. Two whale of a games for Austin Matthews. Do you want to spend a couple more seconds or whatever on this guy? Like, what what can you what do you think? Well, it is? Like, I will say he, this: he, look, he looks different, right, to start this season. Does he not from from last year? Like, does he? Yeah, not look he looks different? he looks more dialed in. I mean, I think maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't think he had a hat trick last season, and he has two already. This maybe season. maybe one maybe one maybe one, but he didn't have. To come out and have two to start the season, he just looks electric. But I will say this. Also, defensively, he looks amazing. Like, he's killing penalties now. He's doing a great job doing that. And that Minnesota game, I can't count how many times he pickpocketed the Wild and turned the puck back the other way for a scoring chance. Like, he is just whale of a game, whale of a player. Dude, I can't wait to see where things go from here for this guy because it looks to me like this i wouldn't put anything off the table here i think it's 50 for fun 60 65 70 i know is that getting carried away with this guy i don't think it is if he continues to look the way that he's looking now i don't think that's uh a crazy you know thing to who knows sky's the limit for this guy he's 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 still on pace for like 180 goals so you never know if he if he's healthy and he's looking like, I don't know, just Austin Matthews, incredible man. So we'll go to the Blackhawks game here tonight. Shout out Shout Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard, the hot rookie sensation. He comes to town with the Chicago Blackhawks. Shout out right on episode 169 of the Tip and Maple Leafs podcast. What an absolutely perfect night to have the Blackhawks. Shout out rolling into town. So the Hawks, uh, nothing cooking in the first. The Hawks open the scoring in the second period, one nothing. JT. Tavares ties it at one in the second period. Perry gets a breakaway, puts the Hawks up 2-1. The Hawks get a power play goal late in the second period. 3-1 Chicago after two. We go to the third period. There's just nothing cooking. Keith pulls the another early pull by Keith. Pulls the goalie with four minutes to go. Leafs just couldn't get anything going. Couple empty netters called back. or An empty netter called back from Chicago. Offside, Leaf scored offside. There was six seconds left, whatever. Nothing, it just didn't surmount to anything. Yeah. Uh, Hawks ent- do eventually get an empty netter and win it four to one. Um, Joseph Wall gets his first start in net. What are your thoughts on this one here tonight? Um, it, they just looked flat, they just didn't have it. The puck wasn't really bouncing their way. I felt like they were just off, passes were off. Did not like, did not like the defense in this game. I did not like Klingberg and McCabe playing together. Didn't look good. I well, don't know. Keith was like he started mixing and matching, right? He started mixing and matching, but he just couldn't. Nothing really worked. Like I thought, Geo was probably their best defenseman tonight, and that ain't good. That Scary. ain't good when Geo's your best defenseman. No, no. Um, by the end of the night, Giordano was playing with Klingberg, I think. Lilligren was yeah. up playing with McCabe and whatever. I mean, just a lot of like typ- typical Sheldon Keefe when it's not working, just mix it up, right? But a lot of just stupid breakdowns defensively. Like Corey Perry gets a breakaway. He was probably going about three miles an hour and nobody could catch him. Like he was so slow. He had all the time in the world. I think the other goal that they scored, like another defensive breakdown that led to a two on one or, you know, an open man, it just kind of sloppy tonight and they just didn't have it but i did so i was i get these betting stats i don't know if you knew this but i get these betting stats and the leafs are god awful on monday nights like just god awful on monday nights they have a 
in their entire franchise history, they're like well below 500 on Monday nights. And this team in particular is really bad on Monday nights. Oh, the players have bad stats on Monday nights. Like you want to you want to throw, throw some of the stats out there, or like just in general, they're just not good. On just Monday. like in general, like like Austin Matthews doesn't score a lot on Mondays, and he's a minus player. And he was, I think, he was a minus two tonight on a Monday night. So that I just found that weird. That okay, well, Chad. And la- and, and so I went back. I went back and looked last year, and the first Monday night they lost four to two to Arizona. Okay, a little tougher when the Blackhawks were in well, town. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. We're, but we're, I being, did, we're, we're joking there, folks. Like, but I did. I found Leafs, that weird. Leafs should have won this game. Like, clearly, like a far superior team to like. I do. Do you do you see any element here tonight of like playing down to the opponent or no? No, I felt like in Montreal. They did that for the first period, and then they came to life. I don't think they were playing down. I just don't think they had it tonight. Like it wasn't that they were letting Chicago walk all over them because they weren't. They just couldn't get anything cooking. Like their passing was sloppy. Their skating was sloppy. The penalties, like Bertuzzi taking two penalties back to back in the second period that weren't really great penalties. It's just one of those nights, man. You know, I'm not going to like dwell on it. You move on. I wish they had got the win on episode 169 against the Blackhawks. But sometimes when you see a Blackhawk, it can be fearful. Are you kidding me? Almost all the time. I don't think there's ever a time where it's not. But okay, look, man, um, you got anything else here? Like, no, man. Okay, so here's what I'd like to do here, Chad. I want to come back and talk about Nylander. I want to talk about Domi. And then we'll do wet puck or dry stick to wrap this puppy up. But right now, I think the best thing to do for everybody involved here, watching or listening to this, weather's getting a little cold out there now, folks. It's temperature's starting to turn. And... You know, it doesn't getting darker earlier. The whole deal, you know, the thing going into fall, going into winter, it's you got a little bit of the blahs, you got a little bit of the blues. What better way to take care of that than Brazzers? Why don't we take a little second and hear from them and then we'll come right back and, and start putting a bow tie on this. What do you think, Chad? Sounds good to me. Here we go, folks. Listen to this. Yeah. <sighs> Chad, what's the matter? Well, Dale, I guess... I guess I've just been feeling a little down, you know, because... Like, I love podcasting, but I find there's something missing. There's got to be something else that I love other than just podcasting. Chad, wipe those tears away. There's only two things I know how to do. I never get down. I love podcasts just as much as you. The second thing I love is porn, but not just any porn, specifically Brazzers.com. Brazzers.com? That's right, Brazzers.com. What is it? Take a little sneak peek at Brazzers.com. Why don't you bring it up right now? I can't look at this on my computer. Is there any way I could watch it in private on my phone? Absolutely. Privacy settings galore. Brazzers.com has all your pornography needs. Well, this is great. I am so much happier now. Brazzers.com. Thanks, Dale. You're welcome, Chad. Brazzers.com. Once again, folks, go to Brazzers.com. Use the promo code TIPIN for 0% off today. Warm yourself up a little bit. In this cold, 
with the Blackhawks in town, it's a no better time to go to Brazzers.com. Hey, man, I'll tell you one thing right now. Brazzers.com, they are not shy of the Blackhawks. They have Blackhawks all over that place on <laughs> Brazzers.com. Brazzers.com, the official, unofficial sponsor of I'm the and Maple Leafs podcast. I'm not going to lie to you. There's been a few times on Brazzers.com where I have clicked on a video that may or may not have had a Blackhawk, and I have had to close my phone immediately. Just... Like, get off the app as soon as I can. It can be very scary. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, Hall- with Halloween coming up. Oh, my God. Look out for those black monsters. Oh, those <laughs> black hogs. Shout out. Hog. Shout out. Jesus. All right, Chatty. Here's, I got two things, and then we'll go to wet puck or dry stick. So, Nylander, I think he has been absolutely incredible Fire. to start the season. Like, as good as Matthews, well, no, but Matthews has been, like, you know what I mean? Take take Matthews aside here. Willie, the, the Nylander show, without a doubt. So here's where I'm going to throw it to you right now. They are going to have to pay this guy. I don't see any other way. You can't let him walk. Look at this guy. He's just getting better and better and better. They're going to have to pay this guy. Do you not think? You can't let this guy go. Look at him. Yeah. Like, What are your thoughts here? Like you're, they're gonna have to pony up. Is basically what I'm saying. They're gonna have to pony up and pay this cat. Do you not think? Yeah, they're definitely like. I have a question for you about Willie when we do wet puck or dry stick. But yes, okay. so far this season, it looks like they're gonna have to pay him. Now, Nylander does have a tendency to go invisible for stretches of games. That hasn't happened yet tonight. He even tonight, I thought he was one of the better players. Like looked real good. Looked may real have good. been the best leaf on the ice for, sure. for the most part. For sure. Uh, his play to set up JT's goal was ridiculous. Like Geo, the backhand pass to Nylander, and then his cut across, drop pass. He's Yeah, he looks out of his mind right now. He looks like a guy who's going to get paid, whether it's the Leafs or somebody else. He's getting well, paid. 100%. He's, he's looked so strong, man. Even going back to the Minnesota game on, on Saturday, like he was driving the net with a beautiful goal. And just yep. he just looks like, yeah, like he, he looks like he's taking it to a different level, a different gear. And that's like... You don't want to see all of a sudden like he walks for nothing and then next year he goes to wherever and he's just like 50 goals where he fuck he might pop 50 this year. Who knows? That's well, he, not that's not gonna help the Leafs out on the on the bargaining table, but no, and you gotta remember, like he doesn't get to play with with Mitch and he doesn't get all the top minutes and I mean, he gets the power play time and stuff, but he he's could crazy. go he could go to another team where he's the number one winger and he gets to play well, with the big big dog centerman. Dude, he's creating a lot on his own right now, I would say too. Do you not think? Like Yeah, he is. I mean, JT looks I think JT looks strong this year. I think his skating's gotten better. Um I don't love Yarncroc on that line. I think no. You could well, switch it up, but I'm gonna that leads me into Domi. But one last thing on me there. Like, do you just do you not like I know it's only been a handful of games here, but do you not think the way Nylander looks, it's like shit, man. I don't want to see this guy go flying out the door for nothing. Like, oh god, pay, no. Pay him. Do you not think? Just pay him. Yeah, one hundred percent. Do you think or no? Yeah, whatever it is, like whatever it it can't be that much money that you're you know that the two sides are apart. Because we know that he's worth a certain like there's a bottom that he's worth. There's a floor that you just can't go below. And he's probably trying to get a little more. Just pay him. Well, Chad, where is he at right now? Do you know exactly? I know. I know. It, I it, know. To, well, this episode is right. It's right on the money. He He's at 1069. 
No, he's at six point nine. Oh yeah, that's what he's at now. But what that's is he worth? At now? What is he worth? Well, more than that, but that's a great number to be at. But that so would, I would just stay at that number. I so would I. But like maybe he goes to I don't know, man, nine point six. <laughs> just switch it around a little bit. Who knows? Anyway, Nylander, I've been super impressed with his start to the season, and there's absolutely no part. I previously was like in the preseason, I'm like, oh, this guy playing hardball again, blah blah blah, whatever. Like, don't you can't pay him ten million. I'm kind of flipping my tune on that. Like, as I see him night in and night out, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to walk away from this guy. Like, I want him on the on the team. I, you also uh, can't you can't judge it just after three games. No, but he just so impressive out of the game. Oh, he man. looks amazing. He looks like he's on pace to have just an incredible season, but we'll see. Okay, so last thing before we go to uh wet puck or dry stick, Domi. Thoughts here to start the season, Domi. It's I'm it, not it's, I mean not great. No, not great. Not great, but he's I don't know. <laughs> Keith, I don't, Keith ripped him right off the second line in the second game of the season. Yeah, like, I don't know if Keith doesn't but, like him or what's going on with with what's that he, whole situation, what's he doing out there? What is Domi doing out there for you? He's not doing much. The only no, thing I, the only thing I do like is, um, like I kind of look at Domi as as a Kerfoot replacement, and cheaper. Can you believe that he's making less money than Kerfoot? But that's crazy. When there's scrums and stuff, he's in there, and I like that. Sure, I like that. But he's not really doing anything. I don't know if Keith hasn't found a way to use him yet, or if Domi's just hasn't found his game yet. Because I feel like. Like the other night, he had less minutes than Mitten. Yeah, that's like, crazy. I, I don't know. I, well, I don't he know if he's not, he hasn't looked good, but I don't no. know if, he, if Keith's not giving him a fair shake. I yeah. he started him with JT and Willie, How, but not long. Shake. Like he ripped him off that line so quick. I, like I, I, I don't think Bertuzzi's looked amazing on the top line, but he keeps no, rolling that out game in same, and game. But out. he has looked better than Domi. But oh, for sure. But don't, I don't know. second or third line. Like, I'm not going to go mental here. It's only three games in, but I just, from what I've seen of Domi so far, I, I don't, it's not where it's not, it needs to be better. It definitely needs to be better. Yeah. It needs to be he better. hasn't been, he hasn't been great. Okay. Anyway, we'll reevaluate after a few more games and hopefully he picks it up and all that, but ready to go to our first segment back with the tip in Maple Leafs podcast, wet pucker dry stick do you yeah. want to go to that chatting sure i thought our first segment for sure would be just the tip but th- it just hasn't happened we are out there begging for someone to give us just the tip please <laughs> nobody put the tip in folks put the tip in boys come on now God. stop teasing and just do it i I, th- um, I have i have a hunch after what before we go i have a hunch about a tip in coming up but Throw to the saggy, Chatty. Throw to the saggy. So wet pucker, we're gonna do a segment called wet pucker dry stick. I'll just quickly break it down for you before we hit the intro. And basically, we are gonna ask each other random questions about the Leafs or just about life. And if you like it, well, it's a wet puck because a wet puck is exactly what you want. If you don't like it, if it's a hard no, it's a dry stick. You get that shit out of here. All right, mm-hmm. all right. So let's hit it. It's time for wet puck or dry stick.
So do you want me to go first or do you want to? Fire away. All right. Sorry, I had to cough there. I did my mute. I'm going to, I'll start with the Nylander question since we were just talking about Nylander. Dale, wet puck or dry stick? William Nylander finishes the season second on the team in scoring. Goals or points? Points. He surpasses Mitch Marner this year. What do you think the chances are? Wet puck or dry? Well, I guess not chances. Wet puck or dry stick? Okay, dry stick. Dry stick. Yeah? Yep. If you were talking about goals, 100% wet puck. Overall points? No, I don't know if he gets to 100. I, maybe if he scores 50, we'll see. But no, I think his, his goal scoring ability is what drives this guy. So overall points for Willie, second on the team. I'm a dry stick. What about you? Uh, it's tough. It would be a big jump for him in points to get over Mitch Marner. But if he keeps, I don't know, if he gets the ice time like in the, on the PP unit and if he, if, like if JT can have another big season where JT scores 40-something goals, probably Nylander is going to be in on most of those goals. Could happen. He could be like 85-90, and if Marner has an off year, you never know, but I am, I'm probably a dry stick. Okay. I think Mitch will get it going. He's had a, like Mitch is putting up assists, but he, I don't think he's really broken out into the Mitch Marner. We all love. I haven't okay. seen it yet. So two dry sticks to start on, on Willie there. Ooh. Um, that's all right. It's all right. Little, little, little tough, but I'm with you though. He will finish the season behind Matthews with goals in goals. hundred percent. Um, all right, let me throw that. They were talking about this on the panel tonight. Um, during second intermission, I already had this fired up in my notes long before the game even started. So I'm just going to throw it out anyway. Wet puck or dry stick, Chad Samsonoff or Joseph wall will start. Let me rephrase that. Okay. Take two Joseph wall. Instead of Ilya Samsonov, will start game one of the playoffs. Basically, Wall will take over the number one spot in net for game one of the playoffs. Wet puck or dry stick? Oh, that's a dry stick. That's a dry stick. I know Samsonov hasn't looked great so far, but like I said, goalies take a little while to get going. I'm, so. I'm a quick one too. Like I'm a dry stick on this. I thought about it. I. I let me say this. I think there is a chance that it could happen. It could happen. But barring, it, like, if Wall killed, like, I don't think Wall looked bad tonight in the loss. It just, whatever. Like, he made some big saves and whatever. Like, he looked okay. But I don't even think Samsonov looked great in the wins. So it's kind of like a, a toss-up between the two right now. But I think barring injury, Samsonov maybe gets a cooking. And, and as of right now, I would go with Samsonov to probably be the game one starter in the playoffs. So I'm a dry stick on wall, ultimately becoming the number one goalie by the end of this season going forward. We'll reevaluate as, as things get cooking here. Uh, go ahead, Chad. All right. Dale wet puck or dry stick. Matthew nice. will regress this season and not be the left winger that we saw at the end of last season. He's kind of had a rough start this year. So, Wet puck or dry stick. Matthew Nyes will regress this season and maybe even be a healthy scratch. Maybe uh, see some time on the fourth line and just 
not have a great year. What do you think? It, it's such a small sample size going off of like the few uh, like regular season games he played at the end of the year last year. And then like how well he played in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a small sample size, but and I, the preseason is so hard to, Oh, for it sure. It doesn't really count. Right. I really like what this kid brings to the table. It's only a small sample size here, even including last year, mm-hmm. three games. I'm going dry stick on this. No, I don't think that you see regression there. I think once he gets more of a feel for it every night and whatever, no, I think he's going to be just fine. So do I think he like a regression from the small sample size we saw from Nyes last year? No, I don't think so. I'm a dry stick. More like a regression from the hype. No, I don't think so. Like he, he's so smart and, and strong on the puck defensively and in his own end. I think that's going to keep this kid in the league regardless of what he does offensively. So like, are you just talking a regression, like in general and his general like play on the ice? Like, yeah, like, like a lot of, uh, a lot of rookies have this, uh, like you're not talking like production, right? Yeah. Like just a general regression. Like I've noticed that he was really good in the preseason, kind of like Fraser Minton, but both have kind of been invisible a little bit. Like they've had moments and nice more so, but and then it just got me thinking, what if he has that, you know, sophomore slump? He takes it. I know he's a rookie this year, but what if he takes a little step back where he doesn't quite live up to the hype? Like everybody, all the analysts, analysts had him pinned. They had him pinned. Like some guys had him on the second line. Some guys had him like. I Would you be surprised if he still ended up there? When it's all No, it, I wouldn't be surprised. But what if he just, you know, he just doesn't it, have it, it this year? Clearly it's possible, but I'm a dry stick. I don't see, I don't think there will be a regression there. I think he is going to be just fine. He's too smart of a heads up player. I think he will be just fine. Point production wise. I'm not sure about that, but uh, I don't think it matters. Like I think he will score you timely goals and I just, he's so strong in the puck in both ends. No, I'm a dry stick, man. I think he's going to be just fine. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go dry stick. We've been nothing but dry sticks I know. here. Well, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go dry stick. Cause I want to see nice. I want to see him do good. It just made me think of it. What do you got? I got two left. How many do you have left? One. Okay. It's supposed to be three apiece. Yeah. I, this was my second one. Right. So <laughs> anyway, I've only done one. This is my second one. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. We're both supposed to have three apiece. Okay. So. Wet puck or dry stick, Chad? Will this be the year? Oh, wet puck. (laughs) Will this be the year that the Leafs finally win the East? I'm not talking about the Atlantic Division here. I'm talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs winning the Eastern Conference wet. I'm not talking President's Trophy either. I'm talking just not only their division, but they win the Eastern Conference wet puck or dry stick. Jesus, that's a that's a tricky question. That's a, uh, you know what wet puck, wet puck. I mean, just a, just a hunch or just what? Yeah, this uh, this I say it every year, so why not just say it again this year? Wet puck, they're gonna win, win the it. East, though. I'm not talking about just the division. I know, you're dude. talking, I'm talking about, about getting the, to the Stanley Cup final. The, no, 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 that's not what I mean. That's not what I. No, mean. you mean be first place in the Eastern Conference? Yes. I'm not yeah. talking about like winning the East well, to go to the Stanley Cup final. I'm talking about like is there, is there really the like I know they lost tonight to the Blackhawks and they're going to have nights like that. 
But is there really another team that they couldn't finish ahead of? Like, is there one team that you look at that's like, there's no way they could finish ahead of them? No. Like, I think it's, I think, so you're wet puck on this? I'm wet puck. Okay. That's the first wet puck we've had so far. Thank God. But, uh, okay. I think it's possible again, but I have to go with dry stick here because I think when you look at uh, the Metro and you've got like a spec New Jersey, New York Rangers, Carolina, but specifically Carolina, Rod the Bod has, I couldn't get one six, episode 169 out of here without talking a little bit about Rod the Bod Brindamore, the yeah, greatest maybe. The greatest coach potentially in the history of the NHL. Woo. Rod Brindamar. Well, it's close. It's getting up. It's getting close. But uh, he ain't afraid of the Blackhawks. No, and he knows all about 169. Take away the one. And I'll tell you this right now about Rod Brindamore. <laughs> he will have that team just I I like New Jersey a lot. I really like Carolina. I like the Leafs too. I don't know. So I'm I for me, I think it's a dry stick. I don't I think they, the Leafs could win the East, but Carolina sniffing around. I don't know, man. The way that team's coached compared to how Keith coaches the Leafs. I got to go dry stick on this. I'm three right. dry sticks or four dry sticks. Oh. In a row. It's crazy. But it could happen. I like that you went wet puck there. So you going to your last one now or is that it? Yeah, I'll go to my last one. Okay. I got one left too. This is a, this has got to be a wet puck. We need, we need to like lube this up and give you a wet puck. Okay. All right. My stick is very dry right now. Yeah, you have done nothing but dry stick all all night long. All night long. It's crazy. All right, you ready? Yeah. Dale, wet puck or dry stick? The Leafs, by the time the trade deadline rolls around, the Leafs will move one of their skilled forwards for a defenseman. A bruising big defenseman. And I'm not talking like Willie or Mitch or something, but maybe well Robertson, maybe <laughs> something like that. One of their skilled guys is out the door. Because if you look at this defense, man, there's no way Tree Living's going to watch this play out. No, but like no, no. So yeah, I'll go wet puck on this. But like, I like I don't know if it's going to take a skilled forward. They might be able to do it for something else. But yeah, maybe it's a Robertson type or something like that. What else? What else do they have to give? No, you're right. You don't really want to give. You don't really want to give any of the young guys. Like you don't want to give Nyes or Mitten or anything. No, no. And just I will tell you quickly before you give your wet puck or dry stick on this. I just want to because you mentioned Robertson. I'll forget if I don't say now. I was watching good. I was well. I was watching a few of the Marlies games. On yeah, the he looks good. Eh? And Robertson had a couple goals. They played back to back games Saturday and Sunday um, afternoon, both afternoon games. Robertson looked really good, and our boy Bobby McMahon looked awesome. He was throwing the body. He had a couple goals himself. He was looking really good. So McMahon yep. looks good. Robertson looks good. Um, but I think I'd probably stick with McMahon. I don't know. It's what I'm a wet puck on this. Yes. Like whether it's a, a, a skilled forward that get, gets moved or something, I don't know. Like a prop. Yes. Something yeah. needs to be done okay. to help that blue line. So wet. Puck you, for okay. Just to, let's just rephrase it for a second. I said trade deadline. Do you think something will happen before the new year? I don't how, think so. How long do you think tree living goes with this? Like we I all think- are watching it and we're all like, geez, like they haven't even really played. Uh, a really high octane offense yet no and they've given up 12 goals yeah that's true like i think it's going to be wait and see here like 
as long as they keep winning games and like it, I think that he won't be super yeah, it's not going to happen now, but by no. new by new year's depends. Like if they start, maybe it depends. Like if they start going on a like losing streak or like the offense dries up and like the, the D keeps looking like not the best. Yeah. I could see something, but I, I think more like it, it's hard to, it's just, you know, man, it's, yeah. it's so hard to make deals nowadays. Like I think more, the more likely scenario is that it probably does come down closer to the trade deadline where like yeah. maybe they trade Brody and maybe Giordano gets, I don't know, not traded, but like pushed to the seventh D yeah. and all and of a sudden there's two new D in there. Shout out Blackhawks, a couple new big D and injuries too, right? Injuries. So if someone gets hurt and they free up cap space, who knows what they could do. They could right. trade a draft pick for somebody for sure. But without a doubt, whether it's before Christmas, just in the new year or at the trade deadline in March. Yeah. They need like the blue line needs a couple boys back there. Like they need some, some help for sure. Yeah. Uh, my, my last one is this chat. So wet puck or dry stick out of all the Brad tree living off season acquisitions, acquisitions, including Bertuzzi, Domi, Klingberg and Reeves. When it's all said and done, regular season and playoffs, everything, when it's all said and done, Klingberg will turn out to be the absolute best acquisition that Tree Living made, wet puck or dry stick. I can't believe I'm even saying this right now. Uh, but it's not it's, that easy of an answer, is it? It's not. He's looked good. And he's looked good on the power play, but he doesn't look good defensively. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna go dry stick. Who would be this. better? Because well, I'm going. I'm going power play. I he man. This is what always, I heard. But this is this is what I heard about Bertuzzi coming from Detroit. Is that he's not a big preseason guy. Takes him a little while to get into shape. Okay. But and. He can have nights like tonight where you want to pull your hair out and you're like, get this guy off the top line. He's taking student penalties. But that he can be such an effective player when he turns it on and, and has everything going. And I don't think we've seen that yet. And a oh, part no. of me feels no. like at the end of it all, after the playoffs, if they go on a playoff run, more than Klingberg, Bertuzzi's going to play a more pivotal role. Okay, so you're a dry stick on I'm a dry Klingberg. stick on Klingberg. I can't believe it's only been three games. I know, but check this out. Don't wet now puck, wet puck. And here's the only reason why Chad, I love Bertuzzi, whatever Domi might like. Domi's Domi. Can, He's been yeah, bouncing we'll, around we'll team see. to team to team to team. We'll see what happens. But uh, for me right now, the absolute key to this whole fucking thing is that they absolutely have for the first time in a very long time. I'm not talking about Tyson Brody and Morgan Riley here. We love Morgan Riley. They have a okay, quarterback whatever. on the power play. They got a dude that everybody needs to pay attention to back there on the blue line because he won't he'll he won't, he doesn't think twice about ripping it on fucking net. Yeah. Morgan Riley doesn't do that. He's a facilitator only. He's only he's looking for Mitch, he's looking for Willie, he's looking for Austin, whatever. Klingberg's like, yeah, if you're open, I'll find you one time or right on the tape. But if not, I'm just gonna fucking rip it myself. And that's the only reason why I'm like that power play. Think think in the playoffs, Chad, when they need a goal and they need a goal and they can't Their get power a play and they can't brutal. get a right. So in the playoffs. I know, like it's early for me to say this, obviously, but I think when it's you can Call me nuts here, but when it's all said and done, I think and I can't believe that I have flipped this much because I thought Clayberg yeah. it was like crazy. Right. I wish crazy. I had the audio from when they signed. Oh, him. dude. 
but that was on a different podcast. I, I'm solely going on the power play here and his threat on the point as an actual shooter. And he's great with facilitating as well. He's better than Riley at facilitating and shooting. He's a major yeah. upgrade. So because of that, I'm a wet puck. Klingberg will be ultimately the best signing tree living made in the offseason. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I'm a wet puck on that. Chatty? Well, we will see. We will see. I hope you're right because this team could really use some fucking power play goals in the playoffs. Dude, you're and not he- kidding. Anyway, anything else you got? Uh, no, man, I guess what I would say is uh, heading out on a little five-game road trip here. Thursday night, starting Thursday night, against the Florida Panthers, a.k.a. Cougars. Chad, we got a back-to-back. Holy Blackhawks 169, episode 170. It's going to be the Florida Panthers, a.k.a. Cougars. I can't wait to see a little Cougar action on a hot night in Sunrise, Florida on Thursday night, brother. That's it for me. Well, after a date with the Blackhawks, we got a date with the Cougars on Thursday. And until then, don't forget. (laughs) Don't forget to follow us on social media at the tip in Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube on Twitter or X at the tip in podcast. Email us at the tip in podcast at gmail.com. And until we plow some Cougars later on in the week, I'm Chad. I'm Dale. And we will. Yeah, I can't wait for Thursday night. We'll be back after the game Thursday night, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Go Leafs. Go. Let's go pound some Cougars in Florida on Thursday night. Catch you guys later. Catch you later.